Welcome to a special Friday night edition of Moose's Mulligans, where we're bringing you Huff's Hoops with Shooter's Touch to talk NBA offseason. With the Warriors taking a 129-120 win in Game 5, that brings an end to the NBA 2016-17 season with your Golden State Warriors as your chance over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Excellent. There it is. Redemption for Golden State. One of the great playoff runs of all time is complete. So since the season just ended, of course, let's talk about next season. hey Here to discuss and make predictions for next year is Ben Huff and Jason Touch. Good day to you, sir. All right, we're going to welcome in Ben Huff and Jason Touch. How are you guys doing? Good, how are you? Doing good, Alex. Oh, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking, Ben. So, uh, we're going to talk first about NBA free agency because the hot topic seems to be who can beat the Warriors. So, we're going to talk about the Warriors first. Kevin Durant and Steph Curry this year in free agency. Do you guys think they can stay together in Golden State? And uh, will they? Uh, I think they will, and they should. Excellent. They're the reigning NBA champion, and I believe KD will take that pay cut uh, in order to stay and win another championship. What do you think about that one, Jason? Do you think KD will take the pay cut to try to get more rings? I think he's going to take a pay cut, and I think other people on the team are going to be willing, if they had to, to take a pay cut to keep the core group together so that they can go after the title next year. Definitely agree. I mean, it was pretty efficient this playoffs. So now we look into the other competing teams that may want to get together to take down this Warriors team. Uh, first, we're going to start with the LA Clippers and talk about Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. Ben, what, what's your opinion on them going into the offseason? I think it's going to be a, a split decision. I think Blake Griffin will probably stay, but Chris Paul's best option is probably with the Spurs between Fly Leonard and Martin Aldridge. And then, Jason, what do you think about the Blake Griffin Chris Paul situation? a big free agent in this offseason to have uh, Paul and Griffin both stay, but I'm pretty sure one of them is going to leave the Clippers, and it's probably going to be Paul to the Spurs. I think, yeah, I think Blake, I think Blake Griffin will want to stay because he'll finally be almost like the superstar of the team, like he always wanted to be. Um, uh, I think I think if, um, let's say, a Paul George to the roster, I think Paul and Griffin would stay for sure. And then that'd be them to Paul George and then DeAndre Jordan. That's another team right there. Right, so they they have the possibility of signing a one-year deal with the Clippers just to see when Paul George becomes a free agent next year. That that makes sense. So the next free agent on the on the list this year that's a big name is uh, Gordon Hayward of Utah, and he was mainly gonna stay. And now recent rumors have come out about maybe Miami and a couple other places catching his attention. What do you think about Hayward? I've heard him going to Boston was his best option uh, to fit in with Al Horford, Isaiah Thomas, and that already great team. So if they had another great piece with Gordon Hayward, I think they compete with uh, the Cavs and LeBron. And what do you think about Gordon Hayward, Jason? I think if he wants to go for a title, like all the other teams are okay, but if he wants to make a serious go for it, he would um, sign with the Celtics. Right, the Celtics wouldn't have to trade away their pick. They could keep it and sign Gordon Hayward as a free agent, which would be a fearsome lineup as well. And now we're looking at basically four, going on three or four super teams now in this league. So the last free agent I want to talk about is Kyle Lowry. 
what possibilities do you think are out there for him with uh, Chris Paul also being a free agent, taking away some of the thunder? I think that Colorado will stay in Toronto um, if they're also able to find another piece that can contend with the Cavs. If not, then he may be leaving. But it all depends on if Toronto is able to find another great player. I think Kyle Lowry could be a bargain pick this year uh, for those who don't get Chris Paul. So with the trade possibilities, uh, Paul George is obviously at the top of the list on this one. uh, With the ability of the Pacers to move him with... It seems less likely he's going to stay, even though they want to do everything they can to keep him there. What do you think would be the best possibility for him trade-wise? Well, obviously it's the Lakers. He was born and grew up in L.A., um, and we all know that he wants to come back to L.A., so that's the best move for him, but it would be extremely hard for the Pacers to keep him because of his desire to come back to L.A., Right, and then Jason, what what are your thoughts on Paul George? Do you think a uh, trade is better for everyone? Maybe not everyone, since it, uh, there's like not that many people that can replace Paul George, even on the Pacers. So if he, he goes away to say the Lakers, which I know he he keeps saying that he wants to go, and he works out with Kobe every once in a while. Um, if he goes, the Pacers are definitely gonna take a hit if they don't now definitely now the next guy feeds into my little conspiracy theory i was talking to ben about as lakers fan is carmelo anthony uh what possibility do you see of him moving away from new york as him and phil jackson continue to butt heads there i definitely think they will move out phil jackson and Melo have had some history we all know that um i think he will leave um and there's always that we all believe that theory that there's going to be that super team of Chris Paul, LeBron, Melo, and... Maybe even D. Wade is a free agent. That'd be some fun. D. Wade, there you go. Be LeBron's, uh, LeBron's best friends versus the NBA. Exactly. And that's an amazing super team, which could be the best team combined. Um, but in that case, Melo could go... I believe he could go to the Spurs. That would be a great option for him. Contend uh, in the West, make the Spurs even better. Um, I think Miami wouldn't beat that either. Um, give them a new start in a new city. Right, definitely. Now, uh, for the 76ers, uh, they have had rumors about trading their third pick away to somebody. Uh, do you two know of anybody who might want to be trading up in the draft? Several teams would want to trade up for a player like Josh Jackson, even though there's no rumors that Boston are or anything Josh Jackson that's number one um, the teams are just really trying to compete now instead of trying to uh, build up later so the Golden State Warriors owe the Jazz their first rounder this year and they don't have a second round pick for the next three years do you think this will affect them in the near future at all and if it doesn't will it ever affect them I think it will affect them down the line but not for the next five six years They're, all their key players are below are younger than 30 so that's some youth right there, um, with Curry being 29 and the oldest of the four main um, core of the, the Warriors. So I don't think it'll bother them not for a long time. So Jason, uh, the new salary cap rule, the adding of 25 million flexibility. Do you think do you think it's helped the NBA or hurt the NBA in your personal viewing of it? What making the cap bigger? Yeah. Do you think that's Help the NBA, or do you think it's hurt the NBA? 
I think it made it more possible for super teams to come about because if they didn't raise it, then they wouldn't have um, more money to get better players for a super team. So you're okay with like four Harlem Globetrotters against like 26 Washington Generals for for a whole year almost coming up here? Uh-huh. Always. Always? Okay. I just wanted to clear that one up. <laughs> awesome. I just wanted to ask Jason that one. Awesome. Well, good talks about NBA offseason there. You see, with this new cap space like we were just talking about, it makes this offseason really interesting. A lot of teams can make a lot of moves, a lot of money being thrown around with the extra space. I personally kind of find it boring to have four teams in an entire league of 30 be the only ones that can really bid because of this push to be a super team. So you're looking at Celtics, Cavaliers, Warriors, and Spurs. Why would anyone else buy this year coming up right now? But hey, if most of the NBA fans are like Jason and are totally fine and would love to see these four Harlem Globetrotter teams and these kind of 26 other Washington general teams that we know are kind of just going to lose when it matters anyway, hey, more power to the NBA then. Oh, you are just the worst type of person. That's all we have for our special edition show of Huff's Hoops with a Shooter's Touch. Make sure to come back on Sunday and listen to Moose's Mulligans where we'll talk about another great week in sports. Like to thank Ben Huff and Jason Touch for co-hosting this special episode. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Sunday. <laughs>